Welcome to Quirinstein Bears, the podcast. Follow us at Quirinstein Bears, the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Here are your hosts, CJ and Michael. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. Hi. Want to tell the people who you are? Hi, I'm, um, I forgot my name. <laughs> Hi, I'm CJ, and you may know me from OnlyFans and from my famous husband, Ginger Minge. And I'm Michael, and you may know me from another podcast I don't do anymore. I thought we weren't going to bring that up, Michael. We're just saying you may know me from there. We're not talking about anything else. Okay. Yes, Michael did an- another podcast that he no longer does. You know, on two new adventures and two new co-hosts, so... I'm not a co-host, bitch. I'm a host. <laughs> Technically, if there's two hosts on a podcast, they're both co-hosts. Why can't they just both be hosts? Okay, they can both be hosts if you prefer to say it that way. This is the first time I think Michael's ever hosted in his life. Normally, he travels. Honey, I live alone. I always host. I never travel. Okay. Uh, this podcast is going to be a little bit different than you've probably ever experienced before in any other podcast. Um, you know, normally podcasts sit here and edit and filter themselves, but this podcast is not going to be edited um, as highly as other podcasts, and uh, we are going to be unfiltered, which means we're going to say what we want, when we want, how we want it, and if you don't like it, well, you know where the X button is. You know how to not listen. Um, these are our opinions. Your opinions are wrong. Ours are right. Uh, we're so glad you're with us this evening or whenever the hell you're listening so we're happy you're with us we are gonna dive right in michael to our drag race recap now it's off to the races so let's talk about our 50th episode of the season where nothing happened <laughs> you know i really really appreciate the fact that they aspired to you know they filmed during quarantine and now they want to make this season as long as fucking quarantine I like can't even with how long the season's been. We're on what ten episodes in, and we're we're four people have gone home. Yeah, they just announced the tenth episode trailer today. Uh, yesterday, they announced the tenth episode trailer yesterday, uh, which is the snatch game episode. We have four girls who have gone home in ten episodes. That is literally disgusting. That means six episodes of this series have literally been a full cast of thirteen girls. Is this the longest season ever? Apparently, yes. Unless out of nowhere they do like a triple elimination, which I doubt they're going to do. Well, they can have are they can have fifteen people lip sync like they did a couple seasons ago. Oh, when they did the five girls at once, yeah, and, they were all, and all five of them should have went home. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to subject us to thirteen episodes of this. Show. I can't even. I can't oh, even. It's be interesting, but um, with that being said. This last episode, they did a uh, a quarantine special where they kind of showed the backstage of what was going on during quarantine. Um, I liked the episode simply because I'm a huge tech nerd, so seeing how they shot it is kind of interesting because I have no idea how they do it. Oh, you've never heard any idea? You know, no idea? Nobody's ever told you what being on Drag Race is like? 
no one has ever told me what it's like being undressed. I can imagine. Oh, under a pandemic. Okay, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> no, but it was neat to see the backstage. Um, you know, I've kind of heard about it through the grapevine and what it's like being there. But um, through the grapevine. Through the grapevine. Okay. <laughs> Another boring episode, but it was neat to see all of them out of drag and like telling their telling their hardened stories of how COVID affected them. Yeah. Yawn. <laughs> you guys were. Thank you. Next. The Drag Race girls, I think, were the safest people during the pandemic. Yeah, I'm sorry. If there's a place you're going to be during a pandemic, it's fucking on a soundstage in a studio surrounded by plexiglass and getting COVID tests four times a week. Yeah, I don't want to hear it. Boo-hoo. Speaking of COVID filming, now we go to Drag Race UK, who also filmed during a pandemic. Yeah, that was weird. They, like, filmed the beginning of it, then they all sent everybody home. They are like, "Uh uh-oh, pandemic time, and then everybody had a seven-month break to, like, you know, fix their shit and make themselves better. Some of them. And yet... Some people came back with the same shit. Tia Coffee. You leave my girl Tia. I love her to death, but like, girl, hydrate them wigs. She was my pick to win. And then she went home. Hopefully you don't play the lottery. (laughs) Tia, we love you. I love her to death, and I think she's so entertaining, but like, girl. I love you, Tia. I love her too. She's very entertaining television. She is very entertaining television. And I have to say, all the UK girls are very entertaining television. But Tia had that, like, innocence to her during her... My choice is a horror. Like, I love a horror. She's literally my favorite. She's such great TV. Or horror reminds me of, like... Um, She's what, literally what, Aquaria. She, no, I'm thinking, like, what was her name from The Surreal Life? Pearson. Paris Hilton, yes. She's you forgot Hilton. Paris Hilton's name. Yes, I was thinking Nicole Richie because I was, I'm was. i a huge fan of Lionel. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love Simple Life was like my first original favorite show ever. I have them all on DVD. That, does, uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me, Michael. But yes, the UK uh, uh, season of Drag Race is probably my favorite season I have seen in recent history. Um, I think every girl has a chance of winning. You never knew who was going to win except for Joe Black. We knew he wasn't going to win. Um, I like Joe Black. I'm going to defend Joe Black train here. Like I really, really like his concepts and his ideas and his image. Like I've, I've always really liked that. No, I'm not saying that I don't like Joe Black, but Joe Black is so different than what I think a Drag Race girl is. And I feel like they did that kooky, kooky queen when they um, crowned Sasha Velour. It was this season's Scaredy Cat. Last season we had Scaredy Cat. This season we had Joe Black. Yes. But, Michael, who's your pick to win uh, season 13? Okay, so I'm going to give you like who I want to win and who I think's going to win. If they're, Okay. I really want Simone to win. I think Mick is going to win. I think they're going to give it to Got Mick, but I really want Simone to win. That's like my... I would, I would also die if Candy won. I would fucking scream, but she's not going to win. <laughs> I agree with your season 13 picks. I want Mick to I want Mick to win, um, but I think it's going to be Simone. I see, and I'm like, I'm on the reverse. I really, really want Simone to win. She's been my like one of my picks since the beginning. She's just captivating on television, and I usually don't like attached to a queen like that like i'm using not like oh she's gonna win but like i i like for the moment she walked into that fucking photograph dress i'm like girl um but i think they're gonna gonna hand it to got mick and she's gonna be our first trans drag race winner and now switching gears who's your uk season two can i try to give two picks again no no one pick for this one (sighs) five girls left all right 15 i i know it's not gonna happen but i really want a horror to win it's really probably gonna be um i think bimini is gonna actually win. probably bimini I think, yeah, I think Bimini too. I love. I would like to see Lawrence win, but I think it's going to be Bimini. I have done many shows with Lawrence. I love Lawrence. Unfortunately, I think it's going to go to Bimini. Yeah, she stepped her pussy up after quarantine, girl. Oh, yeah, she used all seven months to her. Her advantage. 
You're listening to Quarantine Bears, the podcast. You just walked in here and say, oh, I don't like you because you be arrogant. Girl, get the f- out of here with that bullshit. Oh, well, that's not bullshit. That's a fact, baby. Like I said, if you don't have star quality, baby. get the f- out of here. Girl, star quality? I've been around 30 years, little that's girl. That's fine. And you're at the bottom tonight. Yeah, you're listening to the Quarantine Bears, the podcast. Oh, yes, they are. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Michael, you've done this before. This is my first podcast. You're I know. I'm, let, I'm letting you take the reins, and I'm watching you drive it right off the road. You're fucking welcome. I don't have a license either, so this is a joy for right. everybody. I know. <laughs> now we're going to go into the recap of what's going on around the world according to the gays. Michael. Yes, Christopher. When you were growing up, did you have a Mr. Potato Head? I did. Or I had a Mr. Potato Head, but I made sure she also got a purse. (laughs) I was a big fan of like a verse queen there. Oh, (laughs) you grew (laughs) I'm not going to even say the joke I was thinking. What was your joke? What was your joke? Oh, you know what? We are unfiltered. Michael, you were growing up with a verse potato. Yeah. Did you aspire to be a verse potato? Because at this point, you are a verse potato. I'm a verse. I'm a verse bottom, but the verse is silent. And you and you are shaped like a potato, so you are <gasps> a verse potato. You're welcome. You told me to say it. But yes, if you haven't heard in recent news, they decided to get rid of the gender of the potato heads, and they are now potato heads. Yeah, it's they them potato head. And I mean, okay, I'm all for having representation. I'm all for this. The uproar that people are having is so ridiculous over this. Like, this does not affect your life, whether it's Mr. Potato Head, Mr. Potato Head, they, them, it's, it doesn't matter. Stop fucking having a fit over a fucking Mr. Potato Head. Damn it. The thing stores its eyes in its ass. Like, why are we having fight? Why are we fighting over this? You store the eyeballs in the ass. Michael's very passionate about this. It's just annoying. People literally look for anything to bitch about on the internet. Fucking get over it. Well, these people earn so much luck now. On Saturday, they came out and said, just kidding. We're not going to get rid of it. Are you happy? I think it was a, I think it was a buzz for people to be like, oh, the potato heads are still a thing. People just wanted to talk shit. Those crybabies don't have the president to fucking defend anymore. So they literally are going to jump online. We know exactly who's fucking bitching about Mr. Potato Head. It's those fucking crazy CPAC motherfuckers. Damn, Mike. I'm just going for it. I don't even care anymore. Honestly, at the end of the day, people, fucking get over it. It's a fucking toy, and it doesn't affect your life. It's a fucking potato. Also, some big news that came out. Well, I wouldn't say news. Commentary. I don't I don't even want to fucking dignify this with talking about it, but we will, because she's fucking stupid. Demi Lovato's back at the news. She's a fucking idiot. Saying that gender reveal parties are transphobic. I'm sorry, but as a fucking white straight woman, you don't get to tell other people what transphobia is. Like, you literally are the last person that gets to fucking say these things. Yeah, so I read the article that they posted that she said this. She didn't actually come out and say that gender parties are transphobic. She shared an article that somebody had written that said that gender parties are transphobic. That's even worse. As somebody part of the gay community, or as I like to call it, the alphabet mafia, are so against gender reveal parties because we don't feel like... We don't buy into the fucking... We're not buying into the heteronormative, like, oh, we have to announce this fucking thing and, like, pop a piggy bank or, like, whatever the fuck they do, like... Exactly. Like, I feel like as a gay person, we are more inclined to go to a brunch to tell people, hey, I'm having a kid and I adopted a boy or I adopted a girl. Right. I adopted adopted a child because then that child will have the opportunity to fully experience what they are as they get older. Right. And they honestly... Honestly, like I said, Demi Lovato is, I think, just looking to get her name back in the headlines again just because she got that new documentary coming out. Does she? Yes. What's the doc? What's the doc called? I don't know. What's about hot spoon? Stop it! No, <laughs> stop it! We don't. We we don't make fun of those that struggle with addiction issues. You're right. We don't. 
But anyways, um, if you're listening to this, thank you. I love Demi Lovato. Like I'm not like I love her like music, but like she sometimes just needs to fucking quit while she's ahead and shut her mouth. Like she's always like always something stupid. Anytime you hear news about her, it's something stupid. Fucking what's your favorite dish? Oh, I like mugs because they feel great in my hands. Or fucking when she's talked about, they asked her what she'd done after Sunny with a Chance. Oh, I went to rehab several times. She's, she's just in the news for stupid stuff all the time, and I'm sick of it. But I think she was trying to be funny with those. Oh, I mean, like I get the mug one because she doesn't like to talk about food because of her eating disorder. I get it, but like. Like, but, she's annoying. But I also think if she didn't say rehab, people would be like, bitch, we know where you've been. You've been in the news about it. Do you know what she reminds me of? Who? She reminds me of fucking Jennifer Lawrence, and everybody was like, fucking all thought she was so human because she fell on the red carpet, and then she kept fucking doing it, and it wasn't funny anymore, and I'm like, enough. And She's being edgy, Michael. She's being She needs to watch those edges because, like, I'm over it. Okay. Oh, see, this is, see, I love What does she know about being edgy? Spoons or circle? <laughs> See, I like this side of Michael because in his previous podcast, Michael really never went off the reins like this. He was very reserved. I'm just ranting, okay? He, he, he had to play the whore character in that one. He couldn't be like the charismatic one just because that's kind of like where it went. So I'm actually excited to see where this goes with Michael. You think I'm charismatic? Yes. Don't, oh, don't let it go your head. Like a, that's a really nice compliment. That's right, the nicest thing you've bring, ever said about me. Now we got to bring you back down to the realist side of it. And then the last thing that we have on the agenda to talk about is... Oh, uh, no. I don't, I don't even really want to talk about like, Me neither. We have to. But Michael made me. No, I didn't make you have to talk about it. I feel like we'd be remiss if we don't bring this up. Yeah, I feel like you'll find out that, like I said, we're a different podcast experience. We are going to talk about things that are kind of edgy. But Sherry Pie. Tamron, what the fuck were you thinking, girl? <laughs> girl, are you stupid? Please. Where in your right mind did you... I know she didn't personally fucking book Sherry Pie. Well, like, I think she did. No, she didn't fucking pick up her phone. I was like, let me call this touchy-touchy drag queen and get her on my show. No. No, I. but I think she was sitting in that, that planning meeting when what controversial thing happened on Drag Race that we could talk about since Drag Race is such a huge... It's thing. literally like, that's the new thing, throw a drag into something well, just to make it stick. Well, yeah, because, I mean, you got to look at it. You know, Rue has 13 Emmys for hosting or whatever, and she has the most Emmys ever for any host ever on a reality television. Which is crazy to me. Right over Ryan's... She's a robot. <laughs> She has four settings. On, off, somewhat on, and asleep. I don't know. She's been real fun this season because she was locked in her house for eight months. So she like was like, I need to talk to somebody. Exactly. For those middle-aged white women who don't know who Sherry Pie is, she was a contestant on season 12 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And right before she was to walk into the workroom on the first episode, 20 male individuals came out and said they sexually were harassed by this individual. Right. And the big issue was she admitted that she did it. So VH1 was forced to, you know, kind of edit her out of the season, which to me, like, watching that season, even with her edited and her, like, minuscule, like, like contribute con- contribute contribution to the season <laughs> not the hard words um clap the vowels um so with her con- minimal contribution to the season you can tell from looking at it that she would have won the show oh 100 percent, 100 percent. um but what we're getting on is that uh i forget her name tamron michael tamron hall tamron hall she's she is like an ellen she's like got her, she's got her own talk show she's just like a news girl that's got her own talk show oh okay um i've never watched it i have no desire to watch it because they gave a sexual predator an opportunity to come out and talk about her side of the story meanwhile they didn't bring a single one of her victims on accused victim i don't even say accusers they're victims at this point yeah, because we victims. she admitted they it they're victims. victims i apologize they are absolutely victims um but they didn't allow them to come on and talk about their side of the story instead it was just a one-sided apology to kick off the sherry pie apology tour 2020 which boggles my mind because like now she's got a new website and a new management team and fucking booking tour dates like nobody's gonna buy your shit chester the molester stop it it speaking of drag race we got one more thing about drag race we gotta talk about 
If you're not, were you not hankering for more drag race if Canada, <laughs> America, the UK, and Mexico weren't enough for you? Oh, and, oh, and Holland. Enough. And Holland, if you weren't, that wasn't enough for you? Well, guess what? Drag race Australia is coming out now. Down under. Is it called Down Under? Yeah, it's That's awesome. cute. Drag race Down Under. Um, yes, if you didn't notice, yesterday morning. Why didn't they call Canada Drag Race? It's Drag Race A. That would have been cute. I'm not part of the World of Wonder production team, so... Or, you got their contacts on them yeah, as a message. I'm sure I do. I'll just email them. Hey, guys, listen. Canada. Um, but yes, on Monday morning, they announced it on March 6th. They are going to announce the cast of Drag Race Down Under. Didn't they, like, just finish filming it, like, yes. five days ago? <laughs> they finished filming last month. Um, so, like, five days ago, and, like, the way the internet works, five days ago. Yes. So they finished filming, um, and now all of a sudden they're going to be announcing the cast on the six. So literally in four four days. Are we just read the list, the cast, because we know from Reddit? Um, we'll discuss <laughs> that on the next episode. Mike. I'm just we'll kidding. The episode the the girls will be out. And we can give our opinion on them because I've worked with some of them. I already know who my pick for the win is. Of but... course it is. And uh, your favorite dish? My favorite dish. I like mugs because they're very comfortable in your hand and they hold the hot things that you don't have to touch. So, um, you know, coffee or hot tea. How's everybody doing? What has everybody been up to since the show? Everybody all at once, go. What have you been doing? Korea, several times. (laughs) Here in Steam Bears, the podcast. Michael, have you ever gone on a bad date before? You should be asking me the converse. Have I ever gone on a good date? <laughs> have you ever gone on a good date? No, I don't think I have. Yeah, have I have. Gone on a bad date. Oh, I've gone on a lot of bad dates. Have you ever gone on a date that went so bad halfway through you're like, I have to use the bathroom and you just leave? I had someone do that to me before. <laughs> um, I'll tell you about this offline because it is not a podcast appropriate story. Oh, okay. it's that embarrassing that I will not tell it on the internet. Oh, come on! No, I've heard the stories that you told on the old podcast. Come no. on, you got to give them something juicy to listen to. Juicy like a pear. Oh, okay. Uh, Michael just lipped to me that he does not want to say this story because he didn't get permission from the other party um, to tell the story. So that'll be a conversation offline. <laughs> but Michael, I I think this this topic is something that really holds true to a lot of people everybody has gone on one of those dates that they regretted from the minute they saw the person to the minute they were dropped off and um i would love to hear your story michael i want to hear your story tell us your story do you want to go first do you want me to go first well i know what yours is i think you should tell yours first (sighs) why panic flip to the rolodex in my brain which i'm gonna tell (laughs) you've had that many bad dates yes you've had that many dates Fuck off, yes. <laughs> I am a hot commodity. It goes back to my subject before about how you're a reverse potato. So are you a hot potato? You know it. You know it. Butter and sour cream. Um, No, my horror story uh, happened about six years ago, right before I started dating my husband. And I met this person on Growler. If you don't know what Growler is, it is grinder for fat, hairy people. It's like us. Like us. But I met him on Growler, and I said, um, you're cute. You're like a... To me, you're like a four and a half, five. Um, I normally don't go for them, so I was doing some charity work, which is fine by me. Um, I got a free meal out of it. But anyway, um, I told them, you know what? You pick where we go. I'll go anywhere you decide. So let's do this. Well, everything was great on the car ride to where we were going. Michael, where do you think we went? I know where you went, so 
Michael, pretend you don't know where I went. <laughs> I don't know. Did you go like to the movies or for coffee <laughs> or like to dinner? We went to Disney. <laughs> okay, you think this is like a bad thing? I would have no qualms going to Disney on a first date. I don't agree. I hate Disney first dates. I hate movie dates. I feel like you can't get to know somebody in a crowd of people or in a quiet movie theater. Bring me to dinner. Bring me to the beach. Just do something like that. Don't bring me to Disney. We get to Disney. I had no idea that this person was a cast member until he whipped out his cast member ID to get himself into the Magic Kingdom. We were walking down Main Street, and this is where the story goes awry. You hand in hand looking at the castle, no. thinking about your future Disney dream wedding with him? No. Because I've definitely never done that with another <laughs> guy before. This is nowhere near that. We stood. I stood with my hands in my pocket. He was like super gay not playing pocket pool no no um but we're walking down main street and all of a sudden we stop at starbucks i'm like oh this is cute we're gonna get starbucks find out this motherfucker worked as a trainer at starbucks oh he was mr disney starbucks (laughs) did you know that's the second busy or the third busiest starbucks in the world is it yes that's incredible what's the first michael it's the one in times square i believe oh that makes sense yeah one of my really good friends is the gm of starbucks (laughs) oh Mr. So you're calling him Mr. Starbucks. It's Bailey. Bailey's a GM of Starbucks. Oh, okay. Bailey, if you're listening, um, I have, I'll have. i send you my address. I'll take some Starbucks gift cards or something. <laughs> That's not how that works. Well, whatever. Anyway, back to your story. Anyway, um, so we walk into Starbucks. I'm like, okay, like I'm looking at the menu. Obviously, I don't know why I'm looking at the menu. I know what I want. I go to get in line. He goes, no, 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 no. We're going to stand over here. I was like, why? Why are we standing here? I need to watch them to make sure they're doing their job properly. We stood there for 45 minutes watching people make fucking coffee drinks, Michael. Did you learn anything? What? Did you learn anything? Um, that apparently when somebody makes a refresher, they have to shake the thing 11 times. And that's what's in the manual. <laughs> Stupid. Awesome. That reminds me of like fucking office space. You only have the required amount of flair. <laughs> also, apparently when they do that drizzle on top. They have to do, I think it was like 20 marks on the top, whether it, like 10 in one direction and 10 in the other. Oh, like like a caramel drizzle? Yeah. Oh, I had a caramel drizzle something today at work. That was fun. Is that a sexual innuendo? I don't know. Find out later. Oh. Um. So we sat there for 45 minutes and finally I got my drink. Uh, as I was getting my drink, he was criticizing the person making my drink, telling them they're doing it wrong. Um. Whatever. We get our drink. We leave. We went on three rides while we were there. We were there for four hours. We did three rides. Which rides did you do? The carousel. I've never done the fucking carousel. The teacups. I've also never done the teacups of Educate And the Tomorrowland Speedway. Okay, I've done that one. What a fucking shitty collection of rides you know to pick. Why we did those rides? Why? Because I had no choice but to sit next to him on every one of those rides. Because the teacups only holds two people. The carousel, there's a horse next to each other. And then the Speedway, you're stuck in a car. So I, I didn't choose them. Anyway, we did three rides. Oh, like somebody had a fucking he had his fucking date rides planned. Yeah, uh, but the entire time he's like prancing around, telling me all this Disney trivia and pointing out things. So he's basically more gay. You fuck off. You uh, you don't prance, but you spout off Disney trivia and Disney facts and Universal facts when we go to the park. I do because I feel like it's interesting. Okay, then don't criticize someone else for doing it. I don't care about the fucking the fact that the castle has millions of bricks in it that are fake. I don't care. Okay, anyways, continue. We're on a fucking date, asshole. And so finally we get to the parade. Dude, <laughs> I just rolled my fucking eyes. He made you watch the parade, dude. We sat... It is a cute parade, but like... We sat over on Main Street to watch at the parade because we were going to do the fireworks after. Oh, it was like a nighttime parade. Yeah. 
he told this woman that is sitting next to us to stand up because he needed to sit down. And when she said no, he said, ma'am, I work here. I told you to do something. Oh, no. Yeah. He pulled the I'm a cast member card. And she said, I don't care who you are. You're not wearing a costume. So, no, I don't have to listen to you. He called security on this woman. Are you serious? Yes. Deranged. Hand to God. He sat there and called security on this lady. The security member came over and he told this the security team member, a cast member, this woman hit me. Are you serious? Uh-huh. I swear on everything that is holy, he told the security cast member that the woman hit him. What the fuck? So this woman was escorted away from the parade area, and he said, oh, look, we have seats now. And I was like, oh. And you didn't fucking bounce? Oh, oh, it gets better. Oh, oh it no. Gets better. Did you, throw him a, did you throw him a pity fuck? So I said, no, I don't feel comfortable sitting. I really don't sit during parades, like. Because I know what's going to happen after the parade. Everyone's going to go and run towards the exit. He says, I stand. Parade ends. We go to get into a spot for the fireworks. He does it again. Oh, no. This is before, like, right before Fast Pass for Fireworks existed. Okay. He knew where to stand. We go over the area. We're not supposed to be there because it's closed off. He tells the, the cast member, oh, it's okay. I work here. The cast member said, um, do you work for the... Um, Main Street, and he was like, right. no, I work at Starbucks, and they were like, oh, okay. They made an exception was standing there. Another woman tries to get in, goes under the rope where the cast member's not looking. He throws the biggest fit. The I have never seen a can I speak to the manager moment. Was he was he Karening it? Oh. Before Karens are a thing? He yelled at this woman who ducked under the rope. Security came over management cast members came over he was just losing his shit on this woman i walked away i ubered home and i called it a night oh my god did you ever see him again he texted me the next morning apologizing saying he's never liked that he had a few cocktails before we he came and got me and he was super nervous to go on a date with the cj well i was more like you drunk drove to my house and then drunk drove with me in the car you're an asshole block have a good day goodbye I'm curious who this was. I've never heard from him again. I've never seen him in any apps again. He probably got fired and moved away. Best of luck to random stranger number four. Oh, there was three other random strangers. I'll have to hear those stories, too. Yeah, sure. Michael, what is your story? Uh, you really want to hear mine? I do. Mine of all is going to jail. Perfect. I can't <laughs> wait. I'm excited. <laughs> all right. So this was uh, in that like weird time before college but after high school so that like summer before oh yeah so i wasn't out of the closet yet <laughs> why are you laughing because helen kelly can see that you're homosexual i don't think so i very well and play it off dead. so i play it off. i played it off very well in my previous life being straight um <laughs> so anyways so um i had a girlfriend at the time but i went on a date with the, i'm <laughs> I went on a date with this boy behind her back. Oh, this story. No, 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 no. no. I mean, have I told you this? I don't know if I told you this story before. Um, so we, he met me. I worked at Kohl's at the time. You were, wait, 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 wait. We're going to stop. We're going to stop. You were hiding the fact that you were homosexual, but worked at Kohl's. What's wrong working at Kohl's? Think about that. The more you know, the more you Kohl's. Oh my God, please don't quote me. Can we get their sponsorship? 
Girl, I got four hundred dollars in Kohl's cash in the drawer. It should be used. That's probably expired because it's seven. Oh, they old. take it any. Oh, fun fact: if you ever worked, if you know about Kohl's, um, they'll take any expired coupon, any expired Kohl's cash, no limits. Bitch, I'm gonna own Kohl's. <laughs> so, anyways, <laughs> so um, I worked there for like years. Anyways, so he had met me at Kohl's. Um, I'd known him from high school. Um, whatever, he like met me at Kohl's and like saw me working. So we started talking. Whatever, whatever, blah 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 blah. He was hung out with me like my whole shift and then he was like hey like do you want to like grab food and like chill afterwards i was like yeah that's fine so we like went to like tim hortons and we grabbed food he's like hey do you smoke like marijuana Ooh. he didn't say marijuana i'm just implying marijuana for those people who don't know what but i said hello fellow youth would you like two drugs no but um so he goes um he's like hey do you smoke and i was like yeah because at that time I, I smoked weed um why are you shaking your head I don't condone drug activity. I don't either. I used to do it. I don't anymore. Anyways, so he's like, did you smoke weed? I'm like, yeah, whatever. So we get in a car, and he's like, hey, I'm going to pick up my friends. And I was like, okay. So we, so we pick up this girl. We pick up this girl. Come to find out, I went to fucking middle school with this random-ass girl. I was waiting for you to tell me it was your girlfriend. No, it wasn't my girlfriend. <laughs> so it was this girl, and then he picks up another kid we went to high school with. So whatever. So it's like the four of us in the car. Me and him up front, and these two in the back. So whatever. So like, oh, we're like, we're like driving around smoking, and they're like, oh, like what, like let's go park somewhere. So I'm like, oh, we could park at the playground by my house. Dumb idea, I know. <laughs> I, so I'm confused. Is this a date or is this just a, like? It started a, out as it started out as a date, and then smoking trip. It was a date that turned into a smoking with my buddies trip. <laughs> I must have impressed him because he already wanted me to meet his friends on the first date. Look at you, Michael. You're you're a trendsetter. I know, right? Anyways, <laughs> um, so whatever. So we are driving around, and we decide to park at this playground. You know, whatever. Park at this playground. The two, the guy and the girl in the back seat, like get up and are walking around the playground. Me and him are like, you know, canoodling in the front canoodling seat. in the front seat, whatever, making out or whatever, like smoking weed and making out. So whatever. So the guy and the girl get back in the back seat of the car, and we're like ready to leave. All of a sudden, we fucking on either side of the car, fucking cop cars roll up, and I'm like, what the fuck? They were strippers, weren't they? They were not strippers. <laughs> they were not. They were actual police officers. Oh, boy. So, um, whatever, police come. They pull us out of the car. They were all out of the window. What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Um, I'm like, oh, we're just hanging out. We're on a date. They go, where's the marijuana? <laughs> they wanted some. The car reeks and the fucking the oh. smoke is billowing out of the windows at this point. And I was like, uh... We don't have any marijuana officer. My pussy's on fire. My pussy's on fire. It's burning. No. So then, whatever. So the girl, the girl, and the guy are in the backseat eating the weed. So we can't, because if they can't find it, you can't go to jail for it. So they're fucking eating, fucking. We have a lot on us, and they're like fucking eating this bag of weed, like, like coughing in the back. It's fucking. I'm nineteen at this point, smoking fucking dirt weed, like gross shit, like they ain't medical grade. It's gross. Grown in someone's backyard. So like, <laughs> eating it in the backseat. And whatever, so they pull us out of the car, they frisk us, you know, whatever. Fucking, they find the drugs in the back of the car. Um, they're questioning us. They pull me aside because I must look like the the one that was most afraid to get in trouble. They're like, hey, whose drugs are they? Like, if you tell us, we'll let you go. And I'm like, you were homosexual. Right. They knew, they knew it. Whatever. Uh, but whatever. So, whatever. They're questioning us. So, whatever. We get put in handcuffs, um, taken to jail. We get booked. Whatever, and sent back home. Whatever, sent back on our way after we're booked. We don't spend the night in jail or anything. Oh, that would have been great. So I get home. Hold on. Able to sleep together. Right. And I first, I I don't do that. So, anyways, um, we 
I get back home to like my parents' house and live with my parents at the time. My mom goes, How was your night? <laughs> I go, It was good. Why? What would you do? It's like, oh, I just like went to horns with some friends and everyone go, yeah. She goes, Well, you can tell me you got arrested. I need to preface this by saying that Michael's dad works for the correctional department. Yeah, my dad works in law enforcement. <laughs> um, so but that's not how my mom found out. Oh boy. She was you can tell me you got arrested? I said, what? <laughs> I was like, who? She's like, yeah, I called you and you answered your phone in your pocket. And she heard the yeah. fucking whole police questioning, like from the beginning to end, like all 40 minutes of the police questioning from the time we got pulled out of the police car to when I got booked at the fucking station. Because my phone kept vibrating in my pocket this whole time. And I'm like, whatever. So like I was clicking the buttons because this was oh. back in the time of the NV2. <laughs> so I'm like clicking the fucking front buttons trying to hang up on the fucking phone call. And I fucking answered it in my pocket. My mom heard everything. Kim knows your entire life story in those two minutes. And then the fun part was I had to go to court for it. I got it taken off my permanent record and the lawyer that got me off for it. Um, a lawyer got you off? A lawyer got me off. The lawyer that like got me off the hook for it um, was disbarred and I never had to pay him. Because of this? No, he got disbarred for something else, but oh. I owed him like $1,000 and he got disbarred before I paid him, so I never had to pay him. Look at you. You got free weed, <laughs> free booking. Um, any queen would love that free booking. Right. Um, and you didn't have to pay your lawyer. Right, right. You. I ended up fucking this kid down the line, but like <laughs> a couple months later, like after court, like we all went to court, I fucked him and that was that. Yeah. <laughs> a love story for the ages. Did you um, feel bad that you got him in trouble? Like I didn't get him in trouble. He's the one that invited me to go smoke weed with his fucking random friends in a fucking park. I didn't get nobody in trouble. They got me in trouble. I was a good kid and that's where my whole life went downhill. <laughs> that moment right there when I had a taste of the bad life and I was like that's what I want Michael if they ever did a uh, film about your life that entire segment would probably be a good 45 minute segment you know that right yeah why because that would be the turning point of the entire movie right like it'd be like where did my life go wrong and then I don't know he's on the street doing crack <laughs> just kidding I don't do that there'll be a musical montage with right. playing in the background and like I'm off the deep end. Watch as I dive in. Exactly. I don't even know who would play you, but it would be just this montage of like you going to like ravers, snorting coke, smoking weed, shooting up heroin. I have never put a needle in my arm. That's and never they, gonna happen. And well, no, because it's a movie. They have to dramatize it a little bit, right? And then it'll end with you going to court and blowing the lawyer. I didn't blow the lawyer. I mean, that's what you say. This is what the movie says. So the right. movie always exaggerates things. The Lifetime movie. I don't think that's a Lifetime movie. <laughs> it's a Lifetime original movie. I think they could put it on Lifetime. I can't wait to see the Law & Order SVU remake of this moment. I mean, I, I yeah, I don't. Aren't you so glad you, you, you're you married so you don't have to worry about going on fucking shitty dates anymore? Thank the maker. Yeah, I don't even go on dates with my husband anymore. I just don't go on dates in general because they're a fucking waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just sits Blow on, my back out and go home. He sits on the apps and prays that he finds somebody who's not looking for a date. I fucking do not. First of all, I don't even use those things anymore. I get my... My intercourse the old-fashioned way. How? The bathhouse. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I just don't waste my time with that shit anymore. It's a waste of time. Well, Michael's asexual now, apparently. No, but I, it, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I just don't need to put any effort in finding it. Michael, you are the weirdest homosexual I've ever met. Don't you just love when you have plans with a man and you even used your already low foundation in this time of crisis to put on your face to make it look like you are a human woman? And then he says, I won't come over. I have to get up early tomorrow. 
You knew what time you had to get up when we made the plans. I shaved my asshole for this. You're listening to Quarantine Bears, the podcast. Uh, let's get raw with each other, Mike. <laughs> I don't think that's the name of it. Let's do it raw! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to our debut episode of the Queen Steam Bears, the podcast. Michael, you know, every every podcast that I've ever listened to always has a closing segment. Does it? They, they do. I'm... I think they call that a benchmark. Do they? Is that what it's called? It's like benchmark in the you industry. In podcast. the industry, we did. Um, that I came up with for you guys. So... I can't think of the a thing of a cute name for this or a what about segue into it. So I think we should let the listeners pick. What about let's growl? Let's growl. Um, no. Or grr about it. <laughs> let's roar. Those are some options. Um, I think we should let the listeners come up with a title for the closing segment for us. Um, so if you're interested, if you head to our website, uh, QueerenstainBearsPodcast.com, and you hit the contact us tab. You can kind of fill that little thing out and give us a, a title for our closing segment. But until we get a title, Michael, I just have to get something off of my hairy chest. What is it, Chris? Um, I'm a firm believer that there are people who come into your life for a season or a reason. And I believe that I've had many a seasonal friends and it kind of sucks. But if you're going to go into a friendship with somebody, you should probably go with it 100% and not 75 or 50%. It is an equal. It is like a relationship. It is 100% and 100%. If you're going to make plans with somebody, stick to those plans. Don't sit there and be a garbage human being and go and do some other shit behind this person's back because eventually guess what bitch i'm gonna fucking find out that you did some other shit after you had plans with me and that's and that's the tea that's the word spilling it that says is the tea. that's the wow. gospel truth all right well i'm gonna go i'm gonna keep it real with everybody here if you're gonna be a partner with somebody and you're gonna go into something together and then you want to leave it all for the partner to do and not contribute not carry your weight and just be an all-around indecent human fix yourself Check yourself before you wreck yourself, and I'm going to drop the mic. Damn. It could be about anything. <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is CJ. My name is Michael, and I want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll be back next week. We will see you next Tuesday. No, we're not fucking saying that. <laughs> we will see you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Experiencing Bears, the podcast. <laughs>